Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. Colossians chapter one. When you get there, skip down with me to the 12th verse. All right. The 12th verse reads like this. Giving thanks unto the Father, amen, which hath made us met to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. In other words, it is saying we give thanks always regardless of what it looks like and regardless of how I feel. My feelings do not dictate me giving him thanks. My situation, my circumstances do not dictate me giving him thanks. If it does, that means there are some things we do not understand about him in a greater way. Because our circumstances, or our situations, or our issues should not dictate how I honor him, how I lift him up, how I bless him. Are y'all following me on this? No matter what it looks like and no matter what I'm going through, I always keep my heart in a position where I can give him thanks. Are y'all following me on this? Now watch this. It says, giving thanks to the Father which hath made us. Made us. Another word for made means this, to qualify you. So he has qualified you. Look what he qualified you for. To met to be a partaker. To partake of the inheritance of the saints in light. There is inheritance for the saints and it is in light. Or in other words, there's a knowledge of who he is in a greater way. There's a knowledge about this inheritance. Now we understand about this inheritance. This inheritance is what we've been talking about here the last few Sundays. We've been talking about a kingdom. I've shown you through the scriptures of this inheritance. We've shown and seen in the scriptures that this inheritance is related to the kingdom, right? Now watch this. Watch this. Who hath delivered us? So that means I'm delivered. Right? That means we're delivered. Watch this. Delivered us from what? The power of darkness. Or in other words, the kingdom of darkness. Or in simpler terms, the kingdom of ignorance. Of you not knowing. Right? Now watch this. And have translated. Another word for translated is transferred us into the what? Kingdom of his dear son. So he has brought us from one position and placed us in another one. We was in a place of ignorance. We was in a place of darkness. We was in a place of not knowing. And now he has transferred us in a place of light and a place of where you can know. All right. And a kingdom that it established and, and the foundation of it is love. And to that kingdom, he is giving you access to everything that this kingdom that he has placed us in has to afford you. Right. So you have access to it all. Whatever is in his kingdom, you have access to it. Are y'all following that? Now, we were in a place of darkness, but now we're in a whole nother place. Now, what, when he says in your heart, now translate it, we understand it as heart. It's not talking about this muscle in your chest. When you see heart in the Bible, what we're talking about. We're talking about your mind, your mind. So he has transferred your thinking from a place of not knowing to a place of knowing. Now, now you know about this kingdom. Now you know the rights you have. Now you know the access you have. So then there should be certain things that can't even come see y'all anymore now because of what you know. You know this does not belong here. Why? Because this thing is not a part of my kingdom. So because this is not a part of my kingdom, it can't reside here. It's got to go somewhere, but it can't stay here. Why? Because you have now been transferred to another kingdom. Now, y'all, y'all with me on this, right? Amen. So then we've been talking about citizens, right? The last few Sundays. 
We've been walking that thing out about citizens. We've seen about citizens, understanding about citizens. As I was studying and looking at this, he's called us quite a few things in the Bible, right? There are a lot of things that he has called us in the Bible. There are a lot of titles that he has gave his children in the Bible. Let's look at a couple of them real quick. Go with me to John. John, when you get to John, skip, stay right there in the first chapter, John 1. Let's see, let's see what the word has to say about what he thinks about his people. John, John 1, y'all there? When you get there, skip down with me to the 12th verse. John 1 and 12. Look what it says right here. But to as many as did receive and welcome him. Who is he talking to? He's talking to those that have received him, not only received him, but have welcomed him into their life as Lord, right? Now watch this. Watch what it says. For many that have received and welcomed him, he gave uh, the authority, the power, the privilege, the right, watch this, to become the children of God. The children of God. That's what he calls us, his children. King James says it says it the same way, just says it a little different. It says he gave them the power, authority to become the sons of God. He calls us all sons, right? And that's everybody. But we, we understand, well, I'm a woman. That no, because in the spirit, you have to see and view this thing by way of the spirit. In the spirit, there is no gender. Right. So in the spirit, we are all sons. That's men and women alike, right? Okay, so look what he called us. He called us the sons of of God. Let's look at something else. How, what else he's called us. Hey Amen. Another, another title he's given us is, is saints. Now let's look at where he got that from. Go with me to John. We still in John? Skip over with me to the 17th chapter. When you get to that 17th chapter, skip down with me to the 17th verse. We there? Watch this. Look what it says here. It says sanctify them through thy what? True. Sanctify. Sanctify. That same word sanctify, it comes off and you it's flipped to be a saint. You are saints. Now, saint means to set apart, right? To set you apart for his will and his purpose only. So we are called saints. We also just read that um, in the in the last verse in Colossians where it says what? He's met you to be partakers of the inheritance with the what? Saints. That's us. He's talking to us. He has set us apart because he has a purpose for your life. He has his will that he wants to be done here in the earth and he wants to use your life to get his will done in the earth. He also calls you saints. But go. let's go, let's go back to Philippians. Hallelujah. I like this one. Hey man, this is the one we've been talking about. Philippians, the third chapter. When you get there, skip right there to the 18th verse. Let me know when you're there. Philippians 3 and 18. Let's touch on this one one more time. Because we all getting a promotion today. Hallelujah. Watch this. <laughs> For many walk of whom I've told you often and now tell you even weeping this is Paul talking this is Paul penning this this is Paul writing this to the church in Philippi watch this that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ there will be many that will be the enemies of the cross 
of Christ. There will be a lot that will come up against you from letting his will be done in the earth. You have to be careful because some of these people will be your friends. Some of these people will be your family members. Some of these people will even maybe be your kids. You have to be real careful and catch and recognize an enemy of the cross. It doesn't mean you just cut them off, right? But you recognize the spirit that's operating there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. You just recognize the spirit and that spirit that is operating there is an enemy of his. Anytime anyone comes up against his will being done, are you walking out his will in your life? They're an enemy to the cross. Are you with me on this? Watch this. Let's go a little deeper. Now, watch this. Now, look, look, look what happens to them. Whose end is destruction. Whose God is their belly. That means their belly, their appetite, their lust, their survival, what they go after, what they seek after, what they're, and he say, he say the same thing that they're going after the whole, all the world is seeking after. That's why he told us don't do that. Right? Okay, now watch this. He say, look, their God is their belly. Tell me more. And whose glory is in their shame. The manifestation of what they're going after is going to be manifested. It's going to be shown. That's all glory is. It's weighty. It's heavy. But it also is the manifestation of a thing. His glory. His glory. The nature of that person is going to be exposed. Right? And he's saying, look. He said, look, don't, don't follow after them. But now watch this. I love this part right here. Watch this. And who mine earthly things. Let's just stay there for a second. Just a quick second. Earthly thing. What are you saying, Pastor? They mine earthly things. Or in other words, their thinking is on a lower level than what it's supposed to be. It's not on things above, which is heavenly thinking. It's on things below. It's under the standard under the way that they should see it is under their perspective. It's, it sits under where they're supposed to be and understanding that they are seated in, but their thinking is under. So when they're thinking is under heavenly thinking, it's earthly thinking. And now they're moved by the elements. They're moved by what they see. They're moved off of what they hear. And because of that, they leaves their mind to only operate at an earthly level. Right? When he created you to think higher. Are y'all following me on this? He's created you to be able to lift the standard and think higher and not be so easily moved off of what you see, not be so easily moved off of what you hear, but be only moved by what you believe. And what you believe dictates how you respond. What you believe dictates your decision making. What you believe should be dictating us way more than what we're seeing and what we're hearing. This is this makes sense. But, but see, when that's not the case, then you are left, hmm, hallelujah, to think earthly, right? And unfortunately, a lot of times, believers can buy in, buy the wolf tickets. And in his name, think earthly, right? And we already see what the end of that one would be. It's going to be a destruction. Are y'all with me on this? But watch this. But look at this. Look what he says about us, though. Hallelujah. Here we go. He said, amen, earthly things. But for our conversation, who, who is he talking to now? He's talking to us. Our conversation, other, another word for conversation is citizenship. Our citizenship is where? In heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. 
heavenly places. So he said, for you to understand this in a greater way, you need to know how heaven runs. You need to know how heaven thinks. You need to know how heaven sees things. The only way for us to understand how heaven sees, how heaven thinks, how heaven runs is through the constitution. Every kingdom has a constitution. Even America has a constitution. Every kingdom, every nation has a constitution. Well, for the kingdom of heaven, his constitution is his word. What is written? So as kingdom citizens, we need to be real familiar with what is written. So in your private time, when you are all alone, it is up to you to take the responsibility to get in this constitution, that constitution being your Bible, and read it. Now there are going to be some things that you might not fully grasp right away. That is fine. Keep reading because it is the job of the Holy Ghost to bring revelation in its due time. Some things you will read, it's not time for you to understand it at that time. But you just keep walking, you keep reading, you keep putting it into your reservoir, and in due time, the Holy Ghost will bring it up to your remembrance and he will reveal it to you. And then all of a sudden, you'll say, oh, aha, You'll get that aha moment, and now all of a sudden, that that you read a year ago that you didn't understand, now I understand it. Why? Because I'm in a place now, I've got enough in me now, he can reveal it, he can peel off the layers of that thing now, and now I can see it. And once he reveals it to you, now you can walk in it. Are y'all with me on this? Right? It ain't till he reveals some things to you that you can walk in it. So I am just here to, to motivate you to get in the constitution because you will not understand about a kingdom in a greater way unless you understand the constitution and as you abide and align your life with the constitution then things in this world will be become more clear and you'll also have the power to apply it in everyday life in a greater way are y'all with me on this but he called us what citizens that is a that's a powerful word. Y'all understand what a, a, a citizen means? That's 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 something legal. That's 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 something he has legally bound you to this place. You are legally bound as a citizen of heaven. And when you are legally bound to a place as a citizen of heaven, he then affords the rights of that place to you. God, I hope y'all are catching this. I want y'all to buy it. I want y'all to get fully persuaded in what I'm saying to you. Hmm, hallelujah. Because this thing is so real, y'all. My God, I, I don't know how to convey it even anymore, to convey it even clearer that this is so real. He is so wanting you to buy into the fact that you are a citizen of his place. He is your king and you are his. He is responsible for you and everything connected to you. No matter what it is and where it is, you he is responsible for you. And watch this. He wants to be responsible for you because he's the one that chose you. You didn't choose him. The king chooses the citizens. 
He chose you. He wanted you from the very foundations of the earth. That's why you here to be a, a witness of who he is and to give him your life so he can manifest glory, manifest himself through your life so others can see that he's real. Are y'all with me on this? This is making sense. So he's called you a citizen. So he called us sons of God. He's called us saints. And he's called us citizens. Now let me, let me share this with you. One thing Jesus has never called you. Uh-oh. Y'all ready for this? Is a Christian. Jesus has never called you a Christian. Because what has happened over the years and generations with that name and that title, Christianity now has become a religion. And in that religion, a lot of things have been perverted, twisted, darkened by men. And now people that claim themselves to be Christians don't uphold the Constitution, oh God, of the one that established what that's really supposed to mean. So over the years, Christianity has waned. And now everybody is fighting for a position. The Christians are fighting for a position because we right and only us are right. The, the Muslims are fighting for a position because they're right and only they are right. The Buddhists are fighting for a position. And that's what religion leads you to do, fighting for position. So he's never called you a Christian. But let me tell you something you don't have to ever fight about. Citizenship. <laughs> if you are an American, you don't have to argue about being an American. Oh, God, are y'all with me on it? What debate is there on the fact that I'm an American? If I got a passport, my passport says this is property of the United States of America. And just like you have a heavenly passport, your heavenly passport says that you are property of the kingdom of heaven. What is there to discuss? What are we debating about? You are all citizens of heaven. You have your passport. It has been given unto you. That's just what it is. See, religion has you fighting. We ain't fighting we are citizens and there's nothing to discuss about it are y'all following me on this right now he's never called you that a Christian he's never called you that you know who, who, who gave them that pagans gave them that name because of what they saw and what it looked like and they, they seen Jesus and they said what well, look like they look like little old Jesuses little Christians Christians, little Jesus. Pagans' perception of what they saw gave them that name. And over the years, it has been perverse and twisted and darkened. And now greed has seeped in. It's all about money now. Now we got to be a position. You got to have a title now. If you're not a bishop, you got to be this. And now I'm an apostle and I'm a prophet and I'm a da 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 and we got all this back and forth in this thing we call Christianity. I'm a citizen. I'm a citizen. 
of the kingdom of heaven. What's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your belief? What's your, what's your denomination? Citizen domination. Denomination. We are all citizens over there. We, are, we have citizenship with the kingdom of heaven. Are y'all with me on this? Right? Don't get locked into just Christianity because it's a lot of things that have gone wrong with that title, Christianity. It is now, it, Christianity ain't no different than Islam, than the Muslims, than, than uh, 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 Buddha, than Krishna, than Scientology. All are religions. But we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Y'all with me on this? Does it make sense? All right. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Go with me to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, when you get there, skip down with me to the fifth verse. Because we all getting promoted today. Hallelujah. Y'all ready for promotion? Hallelujah. I'm ready for promotion. Amen. Watch this. 2 Corinthians. When you get there, skip with me to the fifth chapter. When you get to the fifth chapter, skip down with me to the 16th verse. 16th verse. Wherefore, henceforth, now, or no, we, no man after the flesh. Okay, now look what he's saying. All right, citizens. This is just the Constitution. We're reading the Constitution. All right, look what the Constitution is saying to us. It says, wherefore, from this day forward, look what the king is decreeing. Know we no man after the flesh. What are you saying? You know nobody after how they act in the flesh. You deal with nobody after how they act in the flesh. That person had an attitude with me. I don't know them by that. That person did me wrong. That person lied on me. I don't know them by that because my constitution is saying henceforth know no man after the flesh anymore. Okay? Amen. Thank you for that one amen. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, we knew him yet now henceforth know we him no more. Christ walked here. They knew Christ after the flesh. They they walked with him. They they watch him get tired. They watch him have to go and take time to go to the bathroom. They watch him go away and pray. They watch the different acts and the works that he did. They saw him in the flesh. And he's saying we knew him of the flesh, but now we don't know him like that anymore. Why? Because he is seated on the right hand side of the father. Now what we know of him is by way of the spirit. Right. So so this is what he's trying to shift you from always being easily moved by what you see, because you're going to see people do stuff. People are going to say stuff. People will treat you a certain kind of way. And he's saying, don't let that move you. Don't judge them off of that. See them by what I did. Oh, God. See them for how I love them. See them for the blood I shed it. See them for how I hung for them on the cross. And he said, I need you to start seeing people from that lens. And this is a part of my constitution. I need y'all to buy into this. I need you to be fully persuaded in it. Don't be so easily moved off how a person did you and what they said about you. He says, look past that and see blood. Oh, God, are y'all catching this? The same way that he's looked past all your stuff and he sees the blood. And the blood is speaking way greater things for you than what you did. And he said the same way that I do it, I did it first. He ain't asking us to do anything that he himself haven't done first. 
He said, I did it first, so just follow me, and you treat people according to how I treat people. And I don't see them for the act, I see the blood. So when I go to deal, I deal according to what I see. When I respond to people, I respond according to what I see. Now, if I see the act that was done to me, I'm, that's going to twist my response. Are y'all catching this? And see, hell wants you focused on the flesh. That's why hell wants you to be offended. Hell wants you to be bothered. Hell wants you to understand and wants you to buy into the fact that they lie. But you got to understand, if a person lies to you, it's not you they lie to. Oh, God. Y'all got to see it like this. If a person lies to you, it's not you they lie to. It's to the kingdom that they lie to. Oh, y'all, y'all catching this. See, this is going to help you get out of the way even the more and understand that it's really all about the kingdom. And you can do me any kind of way and I'm going to, to pray mercy your way because you don't understand that I got a whole kingdom back in me, right? Okay, so we judge no man no more by the flesh. We knew Christ. We don't know him like that anymore. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, Christ meaning the anointed one, the Messiah, all right? Watch this. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Watch this. I love it. It didn't say becoming. Because he could have said becoming, which means you're becoming new. No, he's saying immediately you're new. You're new already. He said old things, your old ways, the old mistakes, the old the places where you missed it, all that has gone away. It's done with. It's not remembered. All things now are new. Your slate is clean. You have a clean slate. Right? Watch this. Catch what he says now. Behold, all things have become new. Now catch this. And all things are of God. It's his choice. He chose to do it. Why did he chose to do it? Why, did, why do you think the king decided to do it? Could it be for his name's sake? Could it be because it's his reputation? On the line? Anything concerning his children? His sons of God? His saints? His citizens? Come on, y'all. It's all for his namesake. Watch this. He said, all these things are of God. Who have reconciled or consiled us to himself by Jesus Christ. So because of what Jesus Christ has done, he has reconciled. He has brought us back to original state. Which Now that word re is a conjection word, right? So re Conceal, right? That re, re means to bring back. Seal or consolidation means to bring into one. He has brought us all back to him now because of what Jesus Christ has done, which means we were there before. You can't read something that wasn't there before. Okay, hallelujah. See, he's trying to twist your mind, trying to get, see, hell wants you thinking about all the stuff that has happened. 
in your past and what they did and how they did it and how you got here and the bad decisions you made. See, hell wants you stuck right there because if he can get you to identify with that, then he'll keep you walking around that same mountain until you die and you will miss all that the kingdom has afforded and he has shed it blood for and has given his life for you to walk in. But because you're so stuck in what happened to you and how they did it and who did what and why they did that, life is too short, citizens. Don't allow your life to be stuck behind something that happened to you in your past. Because guess what? If it's in your past, you can't do nothing about it anyway. Well, you don't know. I caused it. And have integrity. Recognize you were the cause of it. Lord, I repent. Let's go. Hallelujah. What I tell you, you look up, you see the ashes. What you do with that? Just sweep and do what? Build again. But hell don't want you building again. He wants you to sit in them ashes and play in the ashes and roll in the ashes until you die. Mm, hallelujah. But I say no more ashes. Sweep them ashes up. Get you some right material and start building again. Are y'all with me on this? Okay, watch this. He says, so now everything has been reconciled unto himself through Jesus Christ and he hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation. This is the ministry. So what is he saying? He's saying he has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. And I'm saying it right. Hallelujah. My wife, she, she be talking trash in private. I'm, hallelujah. And I got it that time, didn't I? Hallelujah. All right. Reconciliation. Hallelujah. Got my teachers giving me thumbs up. All right. All right. So this is the ministry. So now we have the ministry to let people know you can come back home. What, what the sister say? I was a, I was a, I was a, the particle son. I was in the hall pen. But I realized my king, my, my father has a house. I can go home. And that's the ministry he has given us. So and so is going through. Oh, you can come home. You know that, right? My son, he in the hospital. Oh, you know you can come home. We got somebody for that right there, right? You know you got it. We got something to get that, right? I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these bills. Oh, I gotta. I, wait, hold on. I gotta. I gotta. I got a kingdom where you ain't gotta ever worry about no bills. Are y'all with me on this? This is the ministry that he has given us to let people know you can come home. It's no more. The fight is over. It's like this. You know, in, in Vietnam, they were fighting. Right? A lot of them boys was way off in the jungle. It's like they were, it's like when the war is over, but you in the jungle don't know it. Picture it now. You in the jungle. You got your, your guns, you in your foxhole, they still shooting at you, you still shooting at them. You think we're supposed to still be fighting until they finally get out there to you and say, boys, the war is over. It's done. Put your guns up. Pack up. It's time to go. And that's what this ministry is. It's saying what? We ain't fighting no more. The war is over, y'all. Right. 
Let's get our stuff. Let's go home. Come on. Back up your stuff. Let's go. What we out here fighting for? Right? Look at this. He said, that's the ministry that he has given us. Uh-oh. Catch this. <laughs> to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Watch this. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. He wasn't saying, well, look what they're doing. Look how they operating. And imputing their trespasses. Imputing means to charge. He wasn't charging what they were doing wrong. You know why he was, you know why he's not charging? Because we don't judge man by the flesh anymore. Because we know even the heinous thing that a man or a woman can do has been paid for by the blood. Okay, hallelujah. Well, you don't understand how messed up, how many men she slept with, how many men, uh, uh, people he didn't kill. You just don't understand. And regardless of the number, it has been paid for y'all by the blood. So stop looking at the act and see the blood. Are y'all with me on this? It's making sense. Okay. So watch this. He said, look, their trespasses unto them. He wasn't charging their trespasses unto them and have committed. Oh, he's got a commitment. What is he committed unto us? Committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He's saying the same way that I do not charge them for their wrongdoings, I have committed, I've called for you to be committed to the same thing. And if a person lie on you, a person do you wrong, do not charge it to their account because I have not charged any of y'all to your account. I have committed you to the ministry of reconciliation. Bring them back. You ain't got to do that. You know you ain't got to lie like that, right? You know you ain't got to stab people in the back to get up the corporate ladder. You do understand that, right? <laughs> you know you ain't got to get over on people just to, just to get down the road. You do understand. You know there's another way. There's a, there's a better way of doing this, right? Right, and this is the ministry that he has given you. Now, some people won't won't receive it. Some people won't buy into it. Some people say, "I don't want to hear that." Hey, fine. You keep on being a citizen. You keep on loving on them. You keep on doing what you know your constitution has told you to do. All right. Now, catch this. Uh oh, y'all ready for promotion? Uh oh. Now then, we read all that to get to the now then. Now then, we are, look at that word, ambassadors for who? For Christ. Uh-oh, that's another title. Uh-oh, he has called us ambassadors, watch this, for Christ, for his sake, as through God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him, him being Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might. I love when he puts might because it's a decision. Might be made. Are. <laughs> hallelujah. Qualified. 
to uh, the righteousness of God that you might be in right standing right alignment with God as long as I stay in right standing as long as I stay in right alignment with God or in other words with his constitution I'm afforded all of the rights and the benefits of this place we call the kingdom of heaven but if I get out of alignment and this is what hell is going to try to do to get you out of alignment because hell knows if I can get you out of alignment with righteousness then therefore you cannot receive what heaven has for you so it does everything it sends people it sends persecution it sends situations it have things pop up on your job the people at the bank calling you your call of a sudden is acting funny now all of a sudden you've been doing real good in your marriage and now him or her is acting the fool it does all of these things to attempt to try to get you to stay out of alignment with righteousness but you can make the decision that no matter what happens in your marriage I'm gonna stay aligned no matter what happens on my job hallelujah I'm gonna stay aligned no matter what happens in my finances I'm going to stay aligned because of the price that our Lord and Savior paid for us he paid for you to be able to stay in alignment and it was a, a huge price that was paid and he did it for all of those that have called him Lord for you all to have the benefits and the rights afforded to you and gifted to you by way of this kingdom that he has transferred us into now and look what he called you. What, what do you what do he call you? Ambassadors. You are an ambassador of Christ. I'm an ambassador. Say that with ambassador. Oh, y'all. Say it one more time. I am an ambassador of Christ. Now, when you hear that word, it's good to try to understand that word in a greater way. Now, when I went and looked it up, ambassador, this is what I came up with. An ambassador is an accredited diplomat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because the world has told you, you can't mix politics and church. And the same thing. Politics come out the church. <laughs> There's no way to separate the two. Mm. Hallelujah. Politics was birthed out of the church. How you going to separate what, where it came from? It says, look, an accredited diplomat. Now watch this, y'all. Sent by a country as its official representative to a foreign country. Now don't that sound familiar? He said, leave them in this world. He said, just keep them away from the evil or the perverseness of this world or the darkness of this world. He said, but they are not of this world and I need them to buy into that. Just like, okay, I'm, re I'm reading John. That's in the Constitution. John 17. Just like I was not a part of this world. And this is, is an accredited diplomat sent by a country. What country were we sent by? The kingdom of heaven. It is a country. And it sent you here for this time, for this purpose, as an ambassador to represent its will and an influence the territory over which you are established. Mm, hallelujah. So that job you own is territory that he has put you there for a purpose. To influence it with his will, with his way, 
with his nature. That's why you there. So what? Because they cussing all the time. That ain't got nothing to do with why you there. So what? Because they stealing all the office supplies. That ain't got nothing to do why you there. Just don't you be stealing the office supplies. Because now if you start stealing the office supplies, now you have you moved yourself from up under righteousness. Oh God, are y'all catching this? It's making sense. See, if the cussing gets you and they cuss long enough and then you start cussing, not now you've moved yourself from up under righteousness and now you yourself have hindered the, the, the benefits and the rights of that country to come your way now. Are y'all with me on this? And it's not the devil fighting. Because where's the devil at, y'all? y'all? Didn't we just read here Wednesday where the devil is? Day and night. What, 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 what the Bible say in Revelations? He say what? He up there doing what? Accusing you. It ain't Satan. Now, hell, he doesn't have a kingdom. And hell has some plots and some stuff for you. But it's not him, because he is up there in front of the father, screaming at him. Look at your children. Look at your citizens. You call them ambassadors? Look at your ambassador. Are y'all with me on this? Don't give hell the privilege of pointing at you when you're supposed to be in and saying, look at them. Look at what they they obviously have not read your constitution because they acting like they don't know they ain't supposed to do that. They don't know they ain't supposed to act like that because I know it is written. That's Satan. Because Satan know what's written too. Oh God, are y'all with me on this? But he has called you an ambassador. You are a diplomat. You were sitting here to represent him, and this is the foreign country. Earth is foreign to us. We are just pilgrims sojourning through this place. This isn't, not this one, this earth isn't our home because this earth was perverted behind the fall. So this earth is cursed. There is a new earth that belongs to us. But this one isn't it, okay? So now we are just sojourning through here to let all of those know Hey, the fight is over. Come on over. Join this team. We got a new thing going on over here. Don't get caught up with what's going on here because there's something new coming this way. Come on on to the team now. Are y'all with me on this? Making sense? Watch this. So when you understand an ambassador and understand that you are a diplomat, understand that you've been sent by the kingdom of heaven as an official representative of that kingdom, it is the highest ranking next to the king. Uh, 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 an ambassador it, uh, when an ambassador goes out the ambassador is the highest ranking next to the president when he sends out ambassadors and then there's one that's the chief ambassador over all the ambassadors so they have different ambassadors in different countries different locations but they all get their uh, uh, memos from this one chief ambassador the secretary of the state some call him and we have one, a chief ambassador. The Bible calls him the chief cornerstone. <laughs> and he's the one that gets the orders. And then he shows the orders to the governor of this country. And the governor gives out the orders of what the kingdom of heaven has for you each and every day. So it's our responsibility to get with the governor every day before you start your day to find out what is supposed to happen today. 
What is the memo for the day? The governor being the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, will reveal it to you what is supposed to go down for today, for you. Are y'all with me on this? You're making sense. All right. And then you go out to perform the will, the duty of that king. So let me show you something about an ambassador. Y'all ready? We're bringing it in now. Ambassador. Say, I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador. Okay. Let me give you something about an ambassador. An ambassador is the property of that country. It embodies that country. It means you are the visible representative of that country and you are the property of that country. So your passport, you see how it's tying in now. Your passport says that you are the property of a country. You belong to this country. Just like my passport, if I go to Canada, my passport lets them know in customs that I am property, I belong to the United States. Just like my wife, she's a Canadian. She has a Canadian passport. When she travels, wherever she goes, to Jamaica, to America, to Europe, it's going to let them know that she is property of Canada. Right? Our passport lets us know and lets hell know that you are a property of the kingdom of heaven. You are the visible representative of that kingdom here in the earth. Are y'all with me on this? So you belong to somebody, which means you are not your own, right? Because you are an ambassador. Y'all just said y'all ambassadors. We all been promoted to ambassadors now, right? All right. Guess what else? Ambassadors do not seek the interest, they seek the interests of their country and they influence the territory for their king. Let me say that again. They seek the interests of their country and influence the territory for their king. You find out what the interest is of your country for the circle or the place where he has a placed you in, right? And then it is your job to influence that area for your king because you are the only visible representative of this kingdom of heaven that's invisible. But it becomes visible through you because you represent this place that's invisible. But in me, it becomes visible, right? So to, for this to become visible, you, ha you have to seek the interests of the country, of the kingdom, for the area where he has put you at, right? And then it's your job to influence it. Things go wrong, things go away. It's your job to have the boldness to speak up. No, that's not going to work. The company needs money. I don't know what we're going to do. We probably going to have to lay some people off. No, we ain't going to have to lay nobody off. Let me talk to the king. The king, yeah, let me talk to the king. What king? The king of my country. Your country, where's your country? It's out of this world. It's out of this world. It's out of this world. Just give me a little while. I'll get back with you. And he will give you an answer for them. Oh, God. And you can go in with that answer and tell them, and they may not receive it, but once the king speaks, oh, God, it, is done. it becomes law. Once he speaks, it is done. Are y'all with me on that? And this is what he's afforded us the right to do. 
Are y'all, are y'all catching this? Guess what else? Once you are chosen, oh, this is a beautiful one right here. Y'all ready for this? Y'all, hold on. Y'all, y'all see y'all ready for this? Catch this. Once you are chosen, you are free from society and, and the worldly systems. Once he has chosen you, you are now free from society and all the worldly systems because now he's connected you to his system because all of them are just mirrors of his system anyway so now he frees you from all of the worries and the doubts and the fears of society and he connects you to his system which we know his system works it has not failed yet because what love never how do you know that because the constitution says that love never fails so that means the system that you have been connected to by way of your lord and savior jesus christ will never fail that's why you ain't worried about bills because they worry about bill you're not worried about things coming together for you you already know it's going to come together for you you're not worried about protection because you already know that you are connected to a kingdom that has a heavenly host of angels that are unnumerable and you are already protected you keep protection with you are y'all catching this is this making sense to you catch this again once you have been chosen did he choose you how you know the Constitution tell you what book, what article, John, article John. <laughs> it's in the article of John. What paragraph? Paragraph fifteen. What's the the, st- the sixteen verse? Says what? You didn't choose me. I chose you and because i have chosen you i have now alleviated disconnected you from society you are no longer connected to this worldly system you are now mine and you are now my responsibility as my ambassador do you understand once you become an ambassador everything is taken care of ambassadors housing is taken care of what they drive is taken care of their bills are taken care of their their uh education if they want to go back that's taken care of the kids are taken care of and where they live in ain't no little small little shack oh they live in big beautiful have y'all ever seen an ambassador's house before just go online and look Beautiful houses. When I say big, y'all think y'all seen some big yards. They got some big yards. Big old yards. Big old bedrooms. Huge kitchens. Guess what else? They get maids. And they get chefs. You want a chef? Be you an ambassador. You get that right. Uh oh. They got folks that come in and clean that big old house. I don't need that big old house. See, you don't understand something. You ain't got to clean it. <laughs> you an ambassador. Are y'all, are y'all? Everything is taken care of by the country that ambassador represents, which means my wealth is not dictated on where I am. It's dictated on where I'm from. 
Oh God, are y'all catching this? As an ambassador, my wealth, the wealth of that I have, the wealth that I have to operate in ain't where I am. It's not limited to this little payment, this little fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollar a year check. That'll never get me rich. That ain't that's not why I'm here. That ain't gonna hold me. My wealth is connected to the country I'm from, and the country I'm from has unlimited resources, accounts that that are in my name because I've been storing up treasures in heavenly places where no rust, no moth, or no thief can touch. And when I need to tap, into that account I have access now because I am an ambassador of that country are y'all are y'all following me on this let me give you one more another thing about ambassadors is that they have what they call absolute immunity Absolute immunity. What is that, Pastor? Absolute immunity means it means complete immunity from criminal prosecution. This is a real thing. Now, this this is it means complete immunity from criminal prosecution. And if somebody try to sue you for damages, it can't happen. Oh God, these is just some of the benefits of being an ambassador. And this is what he has coined us an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. Your passport says you are the property of the kingdom of heaven, which means the kingdom of heaven is responsible for everything about you. The only thing he has asked for you to do is to seek first his kingdom, stay in alignment with his righteousness and he said I add everything else the bill is covered your mortgage is covered but if you get out of alignment the bill on you if you get out of alignment you're responsible now but as long as I stay in alignment I don't have any worries I'm covered by my country, the kingdom of heaven. Because of what? Because he has named me, titled me an ambassador of this country. I got with me on this. We are all ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. Now, did I just, did I come up with that? Did, did, did I make that up? Is that in your constitution? Y'all show? All right, y'all need y'all to know this. Now, we're going to deal on that. We're going to talk about that even more. We're going to touch on that. I'm going to drive ambassador. I'm going to give you some more benefits of the ambassador as we move forward so you can understand who you are in Christ in a greater way in Jesus' name. Say this with me one more time. I am an ambassador. I am an ambassador. I am an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a hand. I, Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. 
You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed.